The Boys of Tech with Edwin Herman, Brett King, Cameron Colley and Alec Doughty. much indeed and welcome to another episode of the boys of tech this one is episode 144 12 squared for monday the 28th of november 2011 there are three of us on the panel my name is edwin herman i'd like to welcome first of all cameron collie from drinkle.com welcome along cam thank you very much you're in brisbane and also in brisbane joining us on the panel is alec doughty welcome al oh good morning Good morning. And uh, so how are you guys anyway? How's Australia? Is the country all right? No, it's, 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 it's still above water. <laughs> still above water and hot. Yeah, that sounds exactly, that's in fact the, the best description of Australia I've ever heard. Well, as well as having all these dangerous creatures. Yes. Now, George, we we don't have... avoid bogans. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you just don't go into their natural habitat. <laughs> Like, oh, like, like out of suburb shopping centres. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I could name a few suburbs here in New Zealand, but I probably shouldn't. Look, you know, I was what I was going to say was that is the one thing we have got going for New Zealand. We don't have the the uh, the good wages that you have. We don't have the good climate that you have. We don't have the rich minerals in our soil that we can export all over the world that you have. But what we do have is a lack of dangerous and poisonous creatures like snakes and scorpions and... Well, not not even spiders, but 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 does crocodiles? Uh, New Zealand even have a snake? No. Well, the, I That's think there's about there, I think there's one in a zoo somewhere. Yeah, but like it was brought in. Yeah, yeah. No, we don't have we don't have snakes at all. That's too cold. It, 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 was it that there was never any snakes, or they all just died out? No, they never. Dude, were, no, they never were any snakes. No, <laughs> there's no snakes in Ireland either. That's because they're too cold. But I don't know. That's the reason. I don't think be. that's the reason why. Is it? Yeah. But there are snakes in Europe. And Europe's cold in winter. Yeah, but no, I'm pretty sure it's got to do with temperature, like average temperatures. It's just not snake. It's like saying you don't have, like, you know, we don't have any polar bears. No, we don't. It's too <laughs> hot. You actually come to think of it, we don't have any polar bears either. Okay. <laughs> we do have penguins, however. Do you? Yeah. Yeah, we do have penguins. In fact, where my wife grew up, they had penguins nesting under their house. That's pretty cool. But they make a terrible noise, apparently. Yeah, no, it's true. Yeah, we've got penguins. They were pretty raucous, apparently, from from what she tells me. (laughs) So, anyway. (laughs) Loud, loud fornicating penguins. That's the the name of today's show. (laughs) (laughs) No, no, no. no. Penguins are loud fornicators. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Oh, you guys are terrible. Look, I'm going to kick off the show before this, uh, you know. Speaking of penguins. Denigrates. Speaking of penguins, what, Linux? You got a Linux story for us, have you? No, no, no. I was going to launch straight into the first story. Actually, what is the first story? I haven't even got that Penguin player. pulls its e-books. Penguin oh. book. You <laughs> <laughs> made a loud fornicating ruckus and said, no oh, e-book that's, for you. That's beautiful. That is absolutely great. I didn't even look at our first story. <laughs> You're right. It is penguin. It's about penguin. So let, let's kick off with our first story indeed. It is about penguin, the uh, book publisher, Removing its ebooks from libraries. But apparently, I think they were also annoyed that Amazon were giving away their ebook titles. 
Yeah, well, the, the, the thing with Amazon is they have just recently launched a thing where Kindle owners can lend books rather than buy them. So I think it's just Penguin pulling out of that whole thing. I'd like to know how they pulled their ebooks off library shelves. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but someone just walked in and took, picked up a USB stick and went, they're all coming with me. Well, have have, have yeah, you seen the new Kindle Fire? That actually has library shelves. Oh, like iBooks, uh, yeah, I, yeah, I is it? It's, it sounds like iBooks on the uh, iPad. You're similar, doing, you, you're doing Captain Obvious again. <laughs> <laughs> but it needs to be done. <laughs> Alec flies and I can answer this. No, no, we know. <laughs> there might be one listener out there that didn't. Al's got a point. You know, we've got a wide range of, of listeners. We have one, we have one listener. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we have one listener and he's not that great. <laughs> he's not yeah, that switched on. Stuff. Um, English is his second language. Well, <laughs> there you go. As in he's American. Oh, jeez. Oh, <laughs> we, just, we just disappeared off the iTunes store. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and there goes 70% of our listenership. Yeah, um, exactly. So where did we get to? We, we got to, um, oh, yeah, so they, they have. They've, they've pulled out of this. They're saying, no, we're not doing, we don't want these uh, uh, being lent out anymore. All because of what they call a security concern, which is like really vague. A security concern. What does that mean? And I'm not even sure it, it's a security concern in the in the sense of a, a traditional IT sort of security thing. It, it it's really their, their concern is is about licenses. Yeah, it's them, for copyright. Yeah, exactly. I think security it, from from a very sort of soft perspective. It's about them looking after their own business, basically. Yeah. Well, this reminded me of those how just how far we've come to think nowadays that we've actually got e-lending. I don't think it's fantastic. It's great that the publishers like Penguin that you know would, had come from the traditional tree pulp industry have actually embraced this sort of technology, or at least once did anyway. Yeah, <laughs> they're not embracing it anymore. No, no, no but you know uh, <laughs> you're right. But the fact that they did to start with, and also they have said that they're going to relook at it once they can address the issues with their business partners. Exactly. Whatever that means. Right. So after moving on from that vague, vague story, onto the Galaxy Nexus. Apparently it has some bugs in the volume. Indeed. And and sort of this reads as like weird intermittent bug where, where the volume just randomly switches off or goes up or just randomly decides to do whatever it wants to do. Can you say that again? Because the guy who's listening on his Galaxy Nexus just missed that bit. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll let you cut that, re-edit, and, and, and just yeah, do, put my, time put my statement in again. So, yes, anyway, um, so they're going to fix these bugs. Yes, apparently the, uh, the the main problem, of course, for some people is that the alarm isn't sounding. So, of course, they're, they're late for work. Yeah. And the volume drops to zero when you're in the middle of a call. That That's happened as well. Apparently. So does this mean that uh, the, the Samsung phones, the alleged copies of the iPhone aren't as good as the iPhone? Well, I'm, I'm, I'm wondering whether this is a Samsung hardware issue or a Google ice cream sandwich new OS issue because it is the first handset and at the moment the only handset with ice cream sandwich on it. So, I, I, I mean, I, I suspect that it's a ice cream sandwich 
issue, considering it, it actually happens when no one's even touching the phone. So the, the, the alarm can drop down to zero without any intervention at all. Well, that would be annoying. Well, I mean, yeah. that would have to be either hardware or software. Can't be anything else. Yeah. It's definitely not the wetware. Not if, it's, if they're not touching the phone. So mm. you can either get yourself a Samsung phone with the volume sort of ups and downs randomly, or you can get the uh, original iPhone and, of course, uh, have the batteries run down quickly. I don't really have a battery problem. Have you, are you, you running iOS 5? With the, yeah, with, with, with the new... iOS 5. iOS I'm running 5, iOS 5, 5 yeah. On, on, on the 4S. Oh, okay. Oh, is it the 4S only, is it? Yeah, the 4S only is the one that has the battery bug. Ah, okay, okay, right. I, th- I thought it was uh, inherent with the iOS 5. No, I don't think so. Well, it's more pronounced anyway on, on the right. 4S. All right. Mm. Oh, well, they're as bad as each other. There you go. Indeed. You should get a Nokia with Windows. <laughs> That's just silly. <laughs> I will, thank you. Are you going to get a um, an iPhone at some point, Ed? Oh, look, I'd, I'd love to, but... I, Real phone? But you see... Or like I, a smartphone, yeah. <laughs> but my the phone computer is... computer in your pocket. Mm. Yeah, look, no, I, I won't get a smartphone. Were you ever into Star Trek? No. Uh, I was going to say, you know those tricorders they have where they just pull them out all the time and they could do stuff? No, what are they? That's... <laughs> it doesn't matter then because you've never seen it I can't explain it to you that's a whole nother show <laughs> it's like an iPhone right well I mean it's just, it's just something that I just couldn't See, go without you, you know what? you've got a smartphone I mean if suddenly someone said you can't have an Apple product anymore I go well I still want a smartphone yeah. See, I, I think I, you see, I'm one of these guys that would make the the geek references the other way so if I'm watching Star Trek it'll be like oh that's just like iPhones they're just like iPhones. Whereas, you know, you guys are like the other way around. Oh, those iPhones. Well, things, yeah, so. that's because we saw Star Trek first. Yeah, yeah, I guess that's why. All right. So Star Trek, Star Wars, same thing to me. Now, Facebook apparently is claiming that 3.74 degrees of separation is the average on their network, which certainly beats the long-touted six degrees of separation. Now, this was supposed to raise a few eyebrows, but I don't know. Are you guys? What do you think? What's your reaction? Three point seven four is the average number of degrees of separation between any Indeed. two people. But yeah, but that's, I, I that's think that's the Facebook, key, that's Facebook users. Yeah, the key is of those Facebook users, how many of them would actually do something for you? Yeah. So in other words, how close are they to their first degree yeah. of separation? How yeah. those three hundred friends you really have? How many really are friends as opposed yeah. to some random guy you met in the pub that you're probably not going to really yeah, talk to again? But I think more is the whole degree of separation thing is you have to know them. They don't have to be great friends, but I think if you said to them, hey, uh, you know this guy. Could you get me in touch with correct. this other guy? Yeah, they should yeah. be able to do that. Yeah. But you see, I guess this is my point, though. You know, you, you, have, you can only do that when you know someone well, you know, that well, someone that's your, that's your friend. I could, well, basically, yeah, there are Facebook friends who I have who I – probably would stop and say hello to on the street or probably even wave. But I know if I said to them, look, can you get me in contact with this person? They would. I know, I know that for a fact because that's just, yeah, I don't have anyone. If they can't do that, then what are you really friends with them? They're not really anything. They're just someone you know. And then really you shouldn't be friends with them on Facebook because it's kind of dumb. So how do yeah, you... How I, do- I think that describes the majority of people's friends, not, not us per se, but... That there are a, a, a big majority of users on Facebook that have just befriended anyone that sends them an invite. That a, anyone from uh, Mafia Wars or Farmville that that just randomly sends them oh, a request maybe, and they yes. agree. 
And, and, and all, and all these the normal users, not the, the sophisticated users, the normal users are the, the, the predominant sort of species. And don't forget all those single Russian women. I mean, you should see my Twitter profile. <laughs> yeah. I, I, should, I should know Vladimir Putin in about like two, two degrees <laughs> by now. <laughs> Or whatever his name is. Is it Vladimir? The hey? Russian president. Yeah, it is. It is. His first name is Vladimir, isn't it? Vlad, yeah. Good. I just suddenly had a, you know, did a double take. Thought, did I just mix two Russian names up? Because they all sound the same. <laughs> there goes Russia. <laughs> <laughs> and one Russian. <laughs> right, we're down to Europe and Australia. Well, we I can just see these two guys sitting around drink, like laughing along on, on, a, on a podcast and suddenly they look at each other and uh, in the middle of the last talk, <laughs> vodka bottles smash against the wall. Yeah. They sit back laughing, oh, we love the show. No. She, uh, oh, no. That is yeah. it. That's it. We just angered them. <laughs> Soviet Russia, we eat boys of tech. <laughs> yeah. We own the boys of tech. Mm. Actually, they almost sounded Italian. Yeah, this is like the ADD show. Yeah. Oh, the ADD show, awesome! And now we've just offended the whole people of people with ADD now. So yeah, everyone with meds, everyone who's on meds just dropped off. <laughs> uh, that was most of American Russia, anyway, wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> oh yes, another now one. They start the Cold War. <laughs> <laughs> oh goodness me! All right, we. we <laughs> it's just the Russians. I hope the boys of tech love their children too. <laughs> Oh no, you guys are terrible. Oh, look, you've completely derailed this show, really, and it's all your fault. So the stats go like this for Facebook. 92% of people are linked by four intermediate friends, and 99.6% are within five. Let's put it this way. I am only one degree of separation away from Barack Obama. You are? Yeah. The lawyer that represented us in the Google trial, he did his degree at Harvard. And in his class was Barack Obama. Okay. So there you go. Got my right. friends with him on Facebook. Well, he he had. Well, <laughs> but I mean, it's just it's it's just like, yeah. I'm sure there's probably weirder. Well, I tell you what. You, I think we've mentioned that, this before. Yeah. We've mentioned this before, but but you guys through me are one degree of separation from Steve Wozniak because I met him and had a Good short point. conversation and got my photo taken with him. Indeed, oh. which is cool. And he's returned a couple of my emails as well. Which then oh, technically means better. we were only one more than away from Steve Jobs. Indeed, yeah, we were true. Two, two yeah, we were two, oh my, I hadn't realised that. We were two. To, well, I was two. You guys were. You hadn't done the separation math. Oh, my goodness. Sorry, a little bit slow here, but I maybe Sorry. I'm that listener that we were talking about. <laughs> <laughs> it's when I listen back. Huh? What? Yeah, our only listener is Ed in the editing suite. <laughs> you mean I haven't been publishing this for two years? It's been going into <laughs> div slash null? Oh, what worse. 144 wasted shows. Anyway, look, I, we've derailed the show so many times. Uh, to bring this back on track, I want to uh, cut to the next story. It's about the iPad 3, which hasn't been released yet, but it's a rumour that a new high-resolution display is going to be used. Not quite as high as the Retina display, but nevertheless, coming in at, I think, 230 pixels per inch. Still kick ass. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I'd be happy with that. Interestingly enough, Samsung is one of the manufacturers. Yeah, I know, but they, they always have been. They always have been. They're in a battle royale with, with Apple at the I moment. I know, but they're still like, oh, we'll still give you some, <laughs> some screens. These are, of course, just rumours. The iPad 3, of course, hasn't been officially announced and probably won't be until the day before it's released. 
There were other rumours though that the uh, that Apple might be looking at doing something less than ten inches. Really? Yeah, but I, I can't see that happening. Like a, a seven point eight. I can't see it getting smaller. No, there won't be any sort of iPad Mini or anything. I don't think. I think if the Amazon Fire at seven inches is is a success over the next two or three months from a sales perspective, then Apple might think about it. But no, because Steve was always adamant that that seven inches is just a stupid form factor. Actually, you know what? I agree just, with that. And I and I think yeah. I don't think the the Apple the, sorry the Amazon Fire and the iPad are just two completely different markets. I don't think. Oh, I agree. Yeah, I mean, that Amazon thing is just a, a toy for people who can't use an iPad. And it's basically a front end. So, well, it is. No, it's, a front, it's a front end. It's a front end to the Amazon store. I mean, by all means. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's a front end gran- to their services. It's, it's great for your grandma, but seriously, it's for children and old people. It sounds like AOL in the tablet age. What it sounds like. Anyway, that's enough on that story. I want to talk about the Zoom Pass thingy, Microsoft audio streamy thing coming to Australia. Can you, someone... Tell us about that. Sure, sure. So um, the Zoom Pass was originally something only available in the US and it was a streaming music service offered by Microsoft where you would pay a monthly subscription similar to RDO or Spotify or any of the other services. And they've finally opened it up to the Australian market. So this is why I added this in. This is, this is a, an Australian-focused story. And I, I was pretty excited by this because I've been annoyed by the fact that really no one had offered a decent service that, that I'd heard about in Australia in, in this form factor. And Microsoft have a lot of licensing relationships around the world, but they hadn't pushed this service out and it just didn't make any sense. So in, in addition to to actually being able to stream music in Australia now, they've actually launched, uh, opened it up so you can purchase music from the Zoom marketplace as well in Australia. Ah, now that's good. That's really yeah. good. Yeah. So it's from Microsoft and, and I presume, to do does it come bundled with crashes and outages? Does that sort of come come with the package or...? No, they're just an added bonus. Oh, just an added bonus, all right. That was just a very bad Microsoft joke. Look, I was going to ask you, the whole thing about renting is, you know, as in subscriptions, do people actually go for that? Well, they must yeah, do. Absolutely, cause, cause they have it's becoming why, more and more I guess, common. I guess I, I should really rephrase my question. Why do people go for that? I don't understand Because it. you get access to the entire catalogue. So there's there's like 10 million songs that you can stream or get access to. So you got albums that come out the day they're released. You can <laughs> albums that come out the day they're released. <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. You can listen to albums as well. Yeah. So you get you get access to the whole catalog. So when someone buys an album, you get that album and you you listen to it over and over again because that's it. You. But if you're into musical exploration and and you really want to sample diverse things, then a, a, a subscription service is great for that because you get access to the full catalog. Zoom is is great because it does the streaming and the purchasing. Yeah, actually, it is nice to have a, a one solution that does both. Whereas iTunes, yeah. for example, only only lets you purchase. But the thing that worries me, I guess, about streaming is the fact that you, you you're reliant on that service. If that goes under or gets pulled or, you know, cancelled or the company goes bust, what have you got the next day? Nothing. Not a a single tune. You can sync offline as well with it. So, What is there to synchronise if if you're streaming? What do do you mean? I need to look into the specific Zoom 
service anyway, but you can, you can like download them offline. So you can listen to them offline and particularly with the, with the purchasing side of things. But I know that the, with, even with the, the Google Music, which is a streaming service, you can choose certain tracks to actually have available offline for you. Oh, so they're on okay. The All right. So it's, yeah. I guess like cached. Uh, yeah, in, exactly. In a way. Cached, yeah. cached on your local thing. So if you're going on a flight or whatever, you still get access to, to the music, but not to everything. You have, you have to plan ahead. Right, and but but having said that, is it still true though that there would be a time limit so that eventually, if say Google Music disappeared and you hadn't purchased a single track, you you were only subscribing to the you know streaming system, that you'd have nothing to show for it? Is that that's still yes. true, isn't it? Yes. See, I guess that's the reason I don't go for those. But maybe sort of a combination of both would be good if you, at least if you can well, afford it. So I, you I subscribe. Combination of both, absolutely. Right. I'm, I'm, I'm a hoarder of music. I love buying music, but I also like sampling a lot of music and listening to a lot of music that I don't have in my collection. So this is really the best of both worlds. I can just really go to town as far as uh, discovery and music exploration, but the things that I like I can buy, so I have, uh, have them available even if I discontinue the service. Yeah, see, maybe that's what I would do. I mean, I'm an iTunes man, but uh, you know they don't offer that. But if they did, I guess I guess I'd be doing the same. Mm-hmm. Makes sense to me. Now that this service is available in Australia, I'll definitely be using this instead of iTunes because iTunes drives me crazy. So this is actually quite big news though for Australia, isn't for it? For me, They're, absolutely. Well, and, well, and people that are probably you know yeah. millions of uh, yeah, other in, Australians. In general, it, it, it's in, another it, digital music store, and there aren't that many in Australia. Well, not just that. It's a digital music store that allows both purchasing and streaming. I mean, yeah, you know, that's, that's, that's great. Key. That's absolutely yeah. great. Yeah. No, it makes sense to me. I, I can see where you're coming from. And that concludes another episode of The Boys of Tech. I want to thank Cameron, first of all. Thank you very much for joining us on the panel. No problem at all. Happy to be here. And uh, also, likewise, to Al. Thank you. Not a problem. It's been fun again. All right. And that was New Zealand's longest running tech podcast. And we'll still will be next week as well if you tune in. <laughs> the boys of tech. That was episode 144. See you next week for 145. Till then, goodbye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.